South Florida, is that you? Hello! Oh my gosh, how in the heck are you? You look amazing today. It is so good to see you again. Come on in, have a seat. Follow us or subscribe or whatever it is your medium requires and stay a while. We'd love to have you as part of our family. Say, while you're here, can I get you something to think today? When I was a young kid growing up in a very small community, we would frequently concoct our own adventures, usually themed around whatever the latest popular movie was. At the time, I was like 12 or so, and the Ewoks characters from Star Wars were really popular. I think there was actually a movie called Ewoks Adventure or something. We had some large fields of rye near our houses, and as cousins, we would frequently be found in those fields, making forts and booby traps and match tip projectiles from spent CO2 cartridges that we would launch out of a cast iron well pipe, amongst other things. Most of it wasn't safe, and it didn't help to be living in the same county as Timothy McVeigh. After him, all of our science and physics projects were quickly seen as a risk to humanity, rather than just the immediate danger they were to ourselves. But I digress. In the late fall, the ryegrass was standing quite tall, probably three feet or so. And as it dried, we would take the heads in our hands and separate the seed from the chaff so that we could eat the rye. With those tall, dry plants and the ensuing root ball of dirt, we could also sling them at each other like a snowball with a trailing tail. Or as Mrs. Clayson could attest, after a day of skinny dipping, we would unshuck our shucked shorts, plant a tall ryegrass clump on our heads, and walk down Center Street like we were Mowgli's coming out of the jungle, into civilization. Regrettably, when Mrs. Clayson went into the house for a camera, we scampered off like a bunch of Amish children avoiding a soul-snatching photo. Well, aside from that silliness, with that same dried ryegrass, we made huts. Ewok huts. More like grass igloos, but they were nonetheless extensive with different rooms and as much decor as we could imagine as young boys. That whole memory reminds me of a story about a long-ago kingdom where they built houses out of grass. In fact, the king's palace was also built out of grass. They were much more elaborate than ours because the king actually had a second floor to his palace. It was the custom in this mystical land of grass that every year on the king's birthday, he would get a new throne from which to rule and judge from. They were always elaborate with gold and precious metals, jewels and carvings, every year trying to outdo the previous. And as each throne was dethroned by the latest, the old ones would be stored up in the attic above the king's chambers. I mean, they were certainly too heavy to be moving very far, right? Well, after several years, that attic was quite overwhelmed with surplus thrones, and on one fateful morning, as the king was sleeping, 
the weight of it all on that grass palace came crashing down and threshed him. Now, of course, there is a moral to the tragedy of this story, and it is that people who live in grass houses shouldn't stow thrones. Now, here are my takeaways. Number one, live out your childhood daydreams, as long as they're legal and not life-threatening. Be careful with the Karate Kid reenactments, because someone could get hurt. Right, Ben? Sorry about that kick on the trampoline. I got way too much into character. Number two, really? Once again with the skinny dipping, Travis? I don't even recall bringing a swimming suit. Doesn't seem one was needed. Shuck it, swim it, lay it in the warm sand, air dry, unshuck. I just remember how soothing the lotion was when it stung my dry chap skin. Now that was intensive care at its finest. Number three, as Iggy once said, your future is determined by your past. So be careful what you do in your past. Cautiously and thoughtfully conduct your life. Trying to retain your old glory days could end up ending you. Clean out the attic of your life. Don't be an Uncle Rico. Let it go. You ain't all that. Well, Dad blessed it. I sure enjoyed the visit today. If you gained something from it, be kind enough to follow us and leave a review. And do it right now. If you would, it'd sure be appreciated. Your comments have been so considerate and honestly left me blushing. And good night. Those reviews make a big difference in the program's visibility. On the Apple platforms, you select the Go to Show option. And then click the circle plus sign at the top right to follow. Then scroll down below the episodes to leave some stars and a review. Them algorithms need all the help they can get so as I could disrupt more good folks like you. So I tell you what, if you got a friend or three that you just don't like very much, well, share this podcast with them and let us bug them for a while. And if you have comments or suggestions for future discussions, well, don't just keep them to yourself. We, we'd love to hear from you. You could DM us on our Instagrams at fyo.podcast. And thank you. Are you still there? Remember to download the Family Tree app and see how you are related to the people from today's episode. All those links will be included in the show notes. Sometimes it's important to look a gift horse in the mouth. Your gift is your ancestry. Your superpower is their family history stories that make you. Not a one of us crawled out from under a rock, regardless of what you've been told. You have 4,094 grandparents, over 12 generations, with thousands of love stories, battles, difficulties, sadness, happiness, and expressions of hope for the future that allows you to be here today. We are the culmination of so many things we did not choose. It was designed that way. So be gentle with yourself and others. Take the time to learn yourself through your family history stories. There are innumerable tributaries flowing into the life experience that deceptively seems to be your own, but it's not. 
So think about that as you row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Russell M. Nelson stated, when our hearts turn to our ancestors, something changes inside us. We feel part of something greater than ourselves. (laughs) I concur. Thank you for joining me on another unbelievably true adventure. Find your family history superpower and activate it. Until the next time, bye.